You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. You misjudge your father, you know. It's not the bloodthirsty heathen you take him for. Thou shalt not kill Father Bayoka. Or you rusty on the scripture. I know the teaching. But I also know Elfrich, and having some years on you, I also know that sometimes one must do wrong to do right. Elfrich tried to kill a child for no gain but wooden walls. And for that, he wrenched a boy from his Christian life, delivered him to the heathens, and damned his soul to all eternity. Utrud is avenging a great wrong done to him. Help him in his mission, and you will be... Helping... Helping him return to a life of Christian piety. No. Not that, but... But there is a chance. All sinners can repent. Well... We shall see. Providence, Rhode Island. Welcome to The Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake. It's a podcast all about the show The Last Kingdom on Netflix. So grab an ale, sit back and relax, and let's see how England was born. And welcome back. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and I, and I just want to do one thing, and I want to call out my wife here a little bit because she is miserable right now, <laughs> and she is muscling this bad boy out all for you, our beautiful, wonderful listeners, because she rocks. <laughs> and uh, so I just want to say, um, you know, the COVID has struck her very hard. Uh, I I hope that she's you know getting better. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I but I, I just too. it's important that you recognize that she is not well today. So this episode may be a little quick um, because I I feel terrible for her. Mm, thank you. <laughs> well, um, on that note, of course, we would love to remind you that I need to get my energy back because we're going to be having a really really busy uh, several weeks in the near future. We're going to try to get through season four of The Last Kingdom as quickly as possible as the airing of season five drops on Netflix in the not so near, oh, in the very near future, actually. So make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast and you can also leave us a rating and review in your podcatcher of choice. You can head on over to maryandblake.com. There you see all the different podcasts that we do. And if this podcast brings some joy in your life, if you love how we're covering The Last Kingdom or any other shows that we cover and you're not yet a member at jointhenerdclan.com, 
please, please, please think about joining. Your contributions right now will go towards NyQuil and <laughs> <laughs> towards vitamins. Lots of vitamins, okay? I, I feel like I've taken out a loan to buy the amount of vitamins that I'm that I'm oh taking right now to Might try well to get back. just give a house over to CVS. <laughs> <laughs> so know that all of your contributions at jointhenerdclan.com are truly making this podcast possible. All right, let's get into the show. All right, so in this episode 402, um, Uhtred and his merry men on his ship, including his wee little lad, are heading on over to Babenberg, um, but they're not the only peeps arriving on ship to Babenberg. Pretty much like sassy Saxon Aladdin. <laughs> Saxon Aladdin. <laughs> okay. Comes off with his, like, his band of men from... The Arabian Nights. I mean, I have no idea what's going on, but it's it was like um it was like the I don't even know. I don't even know where these people are from. I'm here for it, but too many people show up. It's not going to end well. Obviously, they're from and the east. That's what. That's all that's said. I and love it. It is. It is Elfrich's banished, thought dead son. His name is Whitgar. Okay. Yes. So I'm a little confused. And um, yeah, Knut obviously is invading Wessex. So. Hide your kids, hide your wife. But yes. they're probably dead already. Oh, yeah. And it's the one that, he's not invading Wessex. He's invading Mercia. Oh, he's invading Mercia. But yes. the people of Wessex know. That's what it is. The people of Wessex know yes. that he's invading Mercia. Correct. Okay. okay. All right. Good. There we go. Good, good, good. There's my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's the COVID thing. So just well, we're going to go with that as it is. Okay. Thanks. Mary, uh, this is, uh, in fact, episode two. Uh, yes, episode two. Two, and it is directed by Edward Bazalgette once again, the uh, the gentleman who helmed uh, the actually the technically the last three episodes of The Last Kingdom, and he is helming uh, what feels like a lot of different episodes in this season, and as well, of course, as we have mentioned uh, many times, he is directing the feature film that will be coming out on Netflix uh, after season five. They are in pre-production right now. And the Mar- the writer was Martha Hillier, uh, again, uh, the, uh, the showrunner for The Last Kingdom for not only season four, uh, but also season five. And she is the writer for the upcoming uh, film that they're working on that we just spoke about. So big deal here, Martha Hillier, uh, second episode ever that she has written of The Last Kingdom. That is that. Marvin, what do you got for your uh, shields rating? How many shields are you given this episode? Given this episode like a 4.4. Okay, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. I agree. I'm giving this one a I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm right with you. I I'm in a I'm in like a 4.35 feel. Essentially the same a 4. as me. A 4.4 yes. feel. <laughs> um I liked it better than the premiere uh for for season uh 4. Mm. I I can feel the shape of where they're going with this, but we'll get there. All right, what what do you got for your GBG? You're good, you're bad, and you're great. All right, so my good for this episode is my little cockroach of Heston, who continues, for those of you (laughs) who don't know why I'm calling the cockroach, they always joke that, like, you know, when the apocalypse strikes, that the cockroaches will still be alive. And I just feel like that is Heston. And I love that Canut, or Canute, no, no, just keep calling him Canut. Okay, I like to call him Because it was part of the joke initially. Canut Weasley. Um, 
I love that he and Breed are like, all right, we're about to go to battle and it's going to be amazing. And Heston's like, yeah, I don't want to go to battle anymore. I literally just want silver and women. So that's going to be my plan, friends. And they're okay with it. And as he's leaving, he's like, Brita, (laughs) get a little bun in the oven. And so, you know, here's Heston, who obviously is a connoisseur of chickens, obviously is the cockroach and connoisseur of chickens, but also a connoisseur of breasts. Um, just a connoisseur of women's, yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's very attuned yeah, to it, you that's, know. That's so, how I'm, just, tell, man. I'm just uh, impressed with his observance yep. when there's a camp full of men and only Heston notices that Brita's boobs got bigger. Yeah, well, well done, Heston. Clearly, he's had his eyes on other things. Heston has priorities everyone else wants to fight and heston has two priorities that that, like that priority organization chart like the quadrant chart like brita's brita's breasts are important and urgent yeah or just women's breasts yes and so brita's are the only ones in the like mile vicinity so he's obviously (laughs) observing them um my bad is i feel like i'm knowing less and less people um i don't know who all these jabronis are Mm. like who are you um, son of the East. Who are you? Yeah, I don't. Have we met him before? Nope, when Uhtred was like wee little baby Uhtred. Nope. Okay, so just pulling this guy and, and out of have, nowhere. We have uh, the 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 sister and the brother that's come in here. Oh now. my gosh, the Edith redhead and... with the what was his name? Like Asslicker or something? Yeah. Ass kisser. <laughs> Asslicker. Yeah. So <laughs> we've got Asslicker, the redhead lady. Who good for her? She doesn't put out. Mm-hmm. She's not a pie hussy. Yep. And um. And then the, the Prince of the East, you know, Aladdin. I, I don't know who these people are, and I'm not here for them yet. So when I get involved, <laughs> when I get new people, it's hard for me to bond with them. It's just hard for me to bond. And then yeah. my great is Father Bianca. I mean, I just feel like he's always my great, whatever he says, whatever he does. And that little talk that he has with Wee Uhtred mm-hmm. and, you know, telling him like, it's going to be okay, man. He worked his Bianca magic. So that's yeah. my great. How about you? That was why I played that because this, that feels like the emotional um, through line that we're going to be exploring a lot of this season. And it's probably the reason why they've introduced Uhtred, son of Uhtred. I'm calling him Wee Uhtred. Yeah, Wee Uhtred. I like that. I'll give you that one. Thanks. Um, I, I feel like that's why they've introduced him. And again, that's why I can I say I feel like we're Or getting, you're right. We have to call him Uhtred, son of Uhtred. That's true. No, no. Wee Uhtred. Wee good. Uhtred, son of Uhtred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can feel the shape, but we'll we'll see what happens. All right. For me, the good. Uh, subversion. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that the subversion that happens in this episode, that being Aelfrich just catching an arrow in the eye. And that's that. That was that. Goodbye. Like you, four seasons worth of pent up frustration and anger and everything. And it was just gone in a heartbeat. Yeah. By a guy I don't know. By a guy I by don't Aladdin. know. One by- jump ahead of the bread line. <laughs> <laughs> he is one jump ahead of the bread line. Sure is. In this episode. I would not have guessed that. That would not have been a theory of mine absolutely not when no. that happened i had an audible gasp like like same like i thought that this guy was going to kill utrid or he was going to kill utrid's kid or we utrid son of utrid yeah we we utrid son of utrid i thought that was maybe mm-hmm. you know a thing but no 
And that goes to show you that this guy, Aladdin, don't have too much love for Uncle Ska. No. And that's what it comes down to. And who could blame him? Because Uncle Ska sent him off to wherever. He's riffraff. Street rat. (laughs) And then he comes back and basically says, yeah, yeah. He's a scoundrel? We'll take that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I may be sick, but I still got it. You still got it. Still got it, man. You know, it's... It's an obligatory play here. Nerd! Yeah, we got to play the nerd cue. I mean, gotcha. that's we may have to close out with uh, that that Aladdin song. It's it called just, One Jump. Yeah, One Jump. All right, I, I will get You're on that. Blake. I will get on. Of course, you know the name, you dork. Um, the bad for me, and it kind of relates to this situation, which is Wickar himself, and, and, and it's not the character necessarily. Wickar Aladdin. Yeah, Aladdin. Uh, Aladdin. Just comes out of nowhere. You can call him his real name. Yeah, Whitgar. Okay. He comes out of nowhere. And it's like, it's what they call the deus ex machina, right? It's like the thing that just pops up that changes everything mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And that is what sets the rest of all of this in motion, right? Mm-hmm. Um now it's going to come down to Uhtred versus Whitgar. Elfrich is gone, and Uhtred is in a real pickle here. Like we, he thought that Bebenberg was going to be pretty easy. Like this was going to be the easy button, yeah. and it ain't. Mm-hmm. And we're left in a situation that is pretty ugly. But it comes out of nowhere, and I don't know Whitgar. I don't know what happened. I don't know why he was banished. I don't have any kind of um, uh, information about the relationship between uh, Aelfrich and Whitgar. Like, nothing. He just shows up and kills his dad. Mm-hmm. And, like, I suppose there's an argument for that, like the shock value of it, but I, I just don't like it. It just feels, it feels sloppy to me, and it feels lazy. It feels like lazy writing to me. The only way that they fix this is if they give us some sort of flashback uh, and the last kingdom has not been above flashbacks. We've seen them before, so it's part it's part of their visual language and and, and their narrative language. Uh, but if they just say, "Hey, here's Witka, killed his dad, yay, the new bad guy," yeah. I'm out. I'm out on that. All right. Uh, the great for me though. Now this was something that I was really shocked. And impressed by. Okay. And it's just another indication that a showrunner has changed. And that is when Aylesworth goes to see Edward's bastard son and we get a title card with the bastard son. And it says Ethelstan. Uh, what is, hold on, what, where is it? Like uh, King of England. Yeah, the, the first King of England and all of its people, whatever it is. Uh, first king of England and all of the English. Yeah, that didn't make sense to me because we yeah. don't usually get. You don't little... get those kind of spoilers. You don't get those. No, yeah, you, you don't get you those. Always cards. get like here's where you are and here's how we say it nowadays. Correct. But what this has done again, it's a it's an indication that there's a showrunner change, mm-hmm. but also there is some dramatic irony now, right? That we have. Because we're going to watch um, Aelfled, the, the Queen Aelfled, the new one, the Edward's wife, 
And wait, her name's the same as Princess Aelfled? That's Ethelfled. Wait, she has one less syllable? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like having a sister named Jessica and then marrying someone named Jess. What are we doing? <laughs> so we're going to watch this and we're going to watch this relationship between Aelswith and Aelfled and Edward and uh, Ethelhelm, um, like Aelfled's uh, father. Um, and the father-in-law. Yeah, the father-in-law, Phil. And we're going to see this girl, Aelfled, like try to position her her newborn son that we see. She's the well, new not queen. newborn, but she's the new queen. Okay, so can we call her Queen Elfled? Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you, these people's names are stupid. It's a lot. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> um, and we're gonna have some dramatic irony here now. So no matter what happens, we know that Ethelstan, the bastard son of Edward, is gonna become the first king of England and all of the English. What is the journey that makes that happen and how do we see Aylesworth make this happen because you know she's the one that does it yes how and that is a fascinating turn for me dino dna my friend paternity test maury povich <laughs> welcome to jurassic park you're welcome for that and you know what also too mary that is a good bit of uh, letting the viewer know information that they would otherwise never have because the the normal person doesn't know that Ethelstan is going to be the first king of the English. No, and and honestly, I also wonder like how far into English history does the last kingdom go? Because that kid's little, okay? He's young. Yeah. So when we get to season five... How many years are going to have passed between the end of season four and season five? We don't know. Given the Last Kingdom's history, Three, he's probably going to be in his early, uh, his late teens. Okay. I mean, he could be king then. That's a possibility. Yeah. So here we are. I wonder if he'll be king for season five, which we start very soon. So we're going to find out. But it was interesting. <sighs> it's an interesting thing that they've just done. I mean, that the ex. They gave us some good exposition and they camouflaged it yeah. in the way that they did it. Mm-hmm. And that's impressive. And they set us up through the exposition with some great dramatic irony. Um, and that sets us on a course of, okay, is Aylesworth like, is she really this awful person? And is she a bad character? Like, it, just the way that she's written. Because, again, we've talked about Aylesworth. Aylesworth has a thankless job as a character. Mm-hmm. Eliza Buttersworth has a, a really thankless job playing Aylesworth. Like, she is a... That's a real name? Eliza Buttersworth? Yeah, or Butterworth. Butterworth, sorry. I mean, still. <laughs> um, That's a cute name. She has to be an antagonist, but she can't go full bad. And she wants... She is the queen... Or is now the widow of uh, the king. Now she's the king's mother. She's the king's mother. So she's a good person. Like she loves her kid. But she can't be full good either. She's so human. she's like in this. Beautiful gray area. Yeah. That many humans are. It's a All l- of us. It's a little like Skylar White from Breaking Bad. Okay. But like not as annoying as Skylar was. She was annoying. So I'm just it's going to be interesting how, to see what happens with this character. 
Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I love with her is, you know, when she goes to Father Pure, like, and she's like, okay, um, never mind. I do want to phone a friend. Where's Bianca? And he's like, yeah. you fired him, lady, <laughs> along with all the other bad decisions you made, lady. Mm-hmm. And I just love that everyone's putting her in her place and she's sitting there going, yeah, yeah, I have. I have made some poor choices. Milk was a was a bad choice. Mm, yeah, milk was a bad choice. <laughs> yeah, and it's an interesting. She she is in a really interesting position here because she probably does recognize that what she has done in her choices in choosing milk this whole time that she's made some bad choices and like is it. Is it because she honestly feels bad for the choices that she made by banishing um, Edwin, the the girl, right? Like the 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 original, the OG wife, the OG wife. Okay, Edward's OG wife. Yes. Okay. Does she feel bad, honestly, and does she feel honestly bad for the kid? I think so. Or, as a mother son thing, yes. Or is she recognizing the fact that there's another play here? There's both. And I think now she's essentially being taken away from her son for the first time. The father-in-law is taking him away. So she's seeing what it's like to have someone get in between a mother-son relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's definitely that at play, as well as the fact that she knows that there's a different avenue. Yeah, and the fact that she ultimately ends up taking Ethelstan away from Edwin, like she reunites them for like a good 10 minutes. And it says, hey, look at you. And you think, yay, they're going to be mother and son again. Oh my gosh, this will be like a weekly gathering. You know, they can like pray together and then make a cake. Wee! You know what? And then you know what happened? She's like, yeah, you know what? Edwin, yeah, it's not a great idea that you're at court in Winchester. So you're going to stay here. And I know I just brought Ethelstan to you and you just like reunited for a little bit, which great, awesome job. He's gone. He's gone, bye-bye. I'm going to take him and I'm going to take him to Winchester. And like, does she have him in the witness protection program that they got in Winchester for, uh, for Ethelstan? Like, because if, if somebody finds out that this kid is there, yes, that's going to be bad news. I think they stick him in the, um, the farmhouse where, uh, they stuck the baby from um, the show that we love that takes place on PBS. Oh no, oh, my brain, oh, my brain fog. Down, down, down Abbey. Abbey. Yeah, she sticks him with the, with the, the farmhouse farm people. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that is real brain fog. Very but, Just like that. That's where they go. Oh, that was great. That was a deep down Abbey reference. You're welcome. That was a deep one poor edith there you go poor edith having a kid Kid, can't even see the kid you gotta go live with the farm people it's like when you send a dog to the farm but it was a kid it's a real farm but it's a real farm edith took it too literally hey i will say that ails with but we know he's gonna live because he's gonna become right like so how does all this get maneuvered and that's why i'm saying they took some great exposition and they masked it in, but now you care about him because they're throwing yes. in all these people's sons, okay? First off, why is everybody having sons? Uhtred's son, we care about. He doesn't care about his daughter. Bye. I'll come get you someday. Yeah, maybe. She's, yeah. Maybe. Yes. And then, like, I thought she was the girl with the Thor necklace. Maybe yeah. that was her. No. Nope. Um, 
you know, and now we've got Aladdin showing up, another son. You know, I just feel like didn't didn't King Edward have a son and a daughter? Or did he have I feel like he had two kids. I feel like he had two kids too. Like they were twins, maybe or what are we doing? I could be wrong. Who cares? I, I, we're this, probably, people are screaming at their radio yeah, right now. Yeah, they're like, how dare you? <laughs> okay, so, but we've got future king, Ethelstan. Ethelstan. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to call him future king Ethelstan. I need kind of these uh, surnames. Yes, that I helps need, you. Yes, yes, greatly. Uh, and I are will say Are we still doing your GBGs? No. Oh, okay, we've good. moved on. Good. Ales with, I will say also, is... Again, she is an interesting character because she does have insight for Edward, right? She does have this understanding of how things work. And Edward is too busy listening to Ethelhelm, the Father-in-law. Phil. He's too busy listening to Phil. And she is saying, listen, if Ethelred is out Go and get in the all of the relics from Saint Oswald. Mm-hmm. He plans to break free. He plan. He's got something in the works here, and you want to know why? Because I'm from Mercia. I know this. I understand that I was the queen, and I'm you know it, Wessex and the whole thing. Get it? Great, love it, fantastic. But I'm from Mercia, and this is a big fracking deal. Mm-hmm. And she's right. I'm just trying to think of what the modern. The modern thing is right now that people would like go after and hoard and you would be like, I know Toilet what's happening. Paper? Yeah. Like, honestly, <laughs> like that's it. It's like, if you start to go to Target and you're like, there's no toilet paper. Is there another wave coming that I don't know about? Yeah, or right. <laughs> you know, or, or like the avocados. We had the avocado issue over the last week. Now it's okay. You can have your guacamole. Yeah. But like, if someone knows a little inside scoop. Like right. You're going to want to get all the avocados at Trader Joe's this week. Just giving you a heads up. You know? <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Ethelred and how he may break from Wessex and how he may try to make a move on Wessex. If he makes a move or if he just says, I'm happy with my king and my cool predator bird. Yeah, because, you know, he's going to make the move here mm-hmm. that uh, based off of what he got from the brother, uh, Erdwolf. Asslicker. Yeah, Asslicker. He got information from Asslicker that Heston, uh, no, not sorry, Heston. Uh, well, he got it from Heston, but that Canute is going to Ireland. Yeah, that the Danes are going to And they're moving into East Anglia. It's going to be interesting to see what happens if they do, in fact, conquer East Anglia. And now they got a lot of stuff going on. And Mercia will be just as powerful as Wessex, technically, right? And where, what position does that put Ethelfled in? How many people is powerful at this point? I feel like everybody's dead. I mean, they are scrounging up farm boys. At, at, uh, <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, Bettenberg. 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 Yeah, that's a good you. point. So, like, how many young people are left? The Scots are the Scots are going to come at the end and just take them all because it's it's kind of like Jurassic Park where they're like. Dinosaurs rule. Dinosaurs eat man. God kills dinosaurs. Yeah, God kills dinosaurs. Men kill dinosaurs. Dinosaurs kill men. Women inherit the earth. It's going to be like that. <laughs> yeah, but, but with Scots. Scots. <laughs> <laughs> Saxons kill Brits. Yeah. Brits kill Danes. Saxons kill Danes. 
Scots inherit the, the world, the, the British Isles. <laughs> um, it's not what happened. No, definitely That's not. That's not going to be in a title card. No, that will not be in a title card. Given our Outlander knowledge, yes, uh, there is some usefulness to watching TV and all these period dramas. You do have an understanding of British history now. You're welcome. You're look at you, Marvin. Just give me a little COVID and a little bit of television, <laughs> and I'm smart. <laughs> um, so let's. Let's talk a little bit about Uhtred and his plan to take Bebenberg. It feels a little hasty. It feels very un uhtred It's like Uhtred always has a good plan. It may not always work out, but it's always a good plan. He's always got an answer somehow. And the plan that he come up, comes up with is... I'm going to send my kid who kind of hates me. My brand new kid. A brand new kid who kind of hates me to go to Bebenberg. And I'm just going to trust that he goes with some monks that we're like checking out. And that he is going to be successful infiltrating the monk group. Yeah. And then he's going to get in there and be able to come up with a way to get Get a um, signal. A signal. I don't know what the signal is. No. I'm just going to sit that. and watch. And I hope I don't miss it. Hopefully I don't hope miss it. hope I don't it. sneeze yeah, and like, close my eyes for a second. Hopefully he sends the signal at the same time that I'm watching. On the right side. On the right side of, yeah. Like, there's a lot of And then he has to open the door. Parts. And he's never been in Bebenburg before. Right. Like, how, what happens if he gets lost? How? Why not send Bianca? What happens? Okay, let's just say... Let's just say that Uhtred's, we Uhtred, son of Uhtred, yes. agrees to all of this, which yes. he does, obviously. But let's just say he does, he agrees to all of it. And he says, okay, Dan, I'm going to go do all this. Yep. And he doesn't take the same road as the monks do. None of these people have maps. Nothing happens. No GPS. <laughs> how, do the, how does he know the one road that they must not take? Even a, not even a map quest. When they're going to be there. Remember that back in like... The, like the early 2000s, you'd have to print Loved out MapQuest. Map oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to go to AAA and say, could you please give me the maps? Oh and they would God. highlight it that for me. That is ugly. No AAA. Oh, no AAA there to help you. Nope. Like, there's no, no a No gas lot. station to stop at and say, am I even going north? I don't even know. Th- this is a lot to accept. For I think, a new kid. For a new kid. But also, I think story-wise, it's a lot, I think, for the viewer to accept Agreed. that it, it's very convenient. And it and it all works out, luckily, I mean, for the most part. It Like, Uhtred just happens to be on the right side of Beppenberg. He just happens to see, like... Thank God he threw two of them. We Uhtred throws one. He thinks, I did the sign. Yeah. I'm done. We're good. Thank goodness he was like, I might try another one. Yeah. That was a weak throw. Like, there's nothing suggesting that we Uhtred should have done the second one other than the fact that the story needed him to do a second one. Now, here's the scoop. I agree. We can hate on Wee Uhtred, who was like hating on his dad. And how can we believe that he just go along and get this, has his map quest directions, knows how to do a sign, knows how to unlock a door. But I will say, keeping in mind that Wee Uhtred is the son of Uhtred, that somewhere within him, there is that pining for adventure. Yes. That pining for what is mine. 
Yes. So that is the only reason I can forgive this because this kid has been saying, I don't want to come. You had to steal me. Yes. And is a God fearing little boy. And yet he's cool with lying all of a sudden. Cool yeah, with being it, all this stuff. <laughs> but I will say that there was a legitimate motivation there to do all that. And that is, I'm going to turn my dad Christian again. Yes. And I'm willing to do all this stuff in order to facilitate that. Yes. And that is, again, why we can see the shape of what is happening here. Because Bianca is here to try to bridge a gap. Mm-hmm. And the Danes, like Finn and himself says, yeah, the kid's probably going to go run off. You know, he's going to go run away. And he doesn't. And he does the right thing. And we can see the shape of, okay, Bebenberg is going to be a legitimate problem uh, and, a le- and, and now a legitimate um, standoff between Whitgar and Uhtred. Mm-hmm. We get a chance to learn more about Whitgar and it propels us into the next you know, a couple of episodes of what does Uhtred do? How does he get out of this situation? Because again, he, for the most part, always has a plan. Yes. What is the plan to get out of this situation right now? I don't know. I, like, they're in a bad spot here. I will say that Uhtred feeling so lost and, you know, trying to figure out, okay, Alfred's done. Um, my one my one job right now is to go get Babenberg. I mean, heck, we were the ones even saying it. Like, that's been the number one thing since season one. And for Finnan and Citric and Osferth to come back and say, yeah, the door's wide open, man. There's mm-hmm. nobody there. We just came back. Uhtred could potentially just feel like the universe is lined up. The gods are smiling upon me. I'm going to cut my little arm and put some blood into the ocean because things are working out. Even Bianca joined me. I've got my son. I've got yes. Bianca. Like everything is coming up daisies. So is it usually this like well executed plan? Because I would disagree. I don't think all of Uhtred's plans are very well thought out. I mm-hmm. think some of them, you think back to like burning the ships with Abba, you know, That's like true. all these different things. Like some of them, it's just the time is right and let's act now it's just this one didn't work out for him because he didn't know that aladdin and his men were coming (laughs) um i wish for an army i will say that we utrid impressed me by not giving in like he was getting beat up Mm -hmm. and he was watching these monks die and there was a little bit of daddy utrid that came boiling up in his blood so i wonder if there's going to be if like there is if that will rather um empower we utrid in the christian faith or mm. will it give him a recognition of i'm more than just being a deacon i'm more than just being a son of god i am utrid we utrid of bebenberg yes like is there part of him that looks at all this and says oh my god look at my dad this is ours what like Holy smokes, my let's let's do cool. this. Yeah. yeah, like my dad did this. And here's another cool thing. I, I will say that the direction from Ed, Edward Bazalget was really good. And the editing was really good as well because, you know, we're watching Uhtred with, um, like on the, on the seawall. It's at night. And like, you can see everything. Like it, it is perfectly lit. It is like, you can see everybody at night with the ocean coming up and, and hitting them all. Like, it was perfectly clear. Mm-hmm. And then we have a, a really uh, tense, but also I think 
Oh, man. It was a full moon, in my opinion. Oh, uh, sure. I can see so well. It was, I think it was a, like a really, really tense, well-shot action set, set piece Agreed. of them trying to get this door up because they realized the gate, that, yes. yeah, like, that they realized that we, we Utrid ain't coming. He didn't have the map quest of how to get <laughs> to the gates. And they're, they're trying to lift it up and we got Utrid, um, Climbing under, like, like, but like shimmying under. It, it's almost, uh, you know, it almost kind of reminded me, like, of uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, the the Nick Cage movie, uh, uh, National Treasure? National Treasure, okay. when they're like trying to go through all the different traps okay. and like, you know, and it's just that that, that like you know he's going to live, but yes. how how is this going to happen? Yeah, will he get cut? Yeah. Will his legs just make it through and? No, I agree. I expected right. someone actually to get cut and fall on that thing. How did they? Oh, once he got in, he could open. Yeah, he it. could open okay. it. Like they, because they were, you know, they were like wedging it, and yes. he was lifting it, and then they got it through. Poor construction, by the way. If people are able to break that open with oars, yeah. How has Bevenberg not been? Not great, Bob. It? Yeah, I totally agree. Not great. Um, but <sighs> I thought it was well shot. It was it was interesting. It gives us momentum into what's going to happen with Bebenbur, and I think we're in, I think we're in a good place. the The last thing that I think we have here is Canute and Canut and Brita, and how they're just going to town. Like she sees him, and they they take over uh, Aylesbury. Yeah. Uh, in in which is Ethelred's whoop, home. Right? Sorry, um, it's Ethelred's home. And the heart of Mercia now belongs to to the Danes. Cannot in in the Danes, and they're in they're in Ethelred's bed, making use of his bed when he isn't. Good use of that bed. That's an aggressive style lovemaking. I'm not saying I'm not you know a fan. I'm just saying, watch out. You might pull a, pull a muscle of how you're going at that, and. Maybe maybe Breed is like things what, are happening and she's got the hormones and a lot of blood flowing down there. But you gotta rec- you gotta feel like they're in one position and Brita is almost a little too happy. And we have this imp- this underpinning knowledge that the word is still out that Kanut was the person who had Ragnar killed. Yeah. That's out there. You got you got the feeling that this ain't gonna work out too well for Kanat. I just Breed is too happy. They're too happy. Too many things are happening around it. It just feels like Kanat's gonna. I think by the end of the season, Breed is gonna find out. She has to. She has to find. She out. has to. I wanted her to find out last season, and she didn't. So she has to in this season. And what gives me. What gives me that that sense is the fact that she's pregnant. Oh, because it just makes it even worse. Like it makes now it you worse. have this child. Yeah, you. and you have to deal with that. <sighs> that you wanted the child with Ragnar, like, and you lost a child with Uhtred, mm-hmm. and now you have a child, and you think like this is a a big deal, and you've eventually you're eventually going to find out that the father of that child killed the person that you actually loved. Like mm-hmm. that's. 
That's what makes me feel like Kanat ain't, ain't long for this world. Well, you just think about it. I mean, Kanat is on, on cloud nine right now because he's finding out that this little trickery plan has led Ethel Red so far away that not only can I take over his land, but they can just keep on going. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't necessarily see any end in sight in a bad way until it's of their making. So, yeah, they, they feel great. Yeah. Yeah. Until all right. Kanat you got anything else? Die one day because he needs to die. No, this is that's all I've got. All right. Good. You got a destined to be theory of the week. Ooh, it makes it out of Bettenberg. Bettenberg. Oh alive. no, I have no theory. Like that is the lowest piece. It's a joke. You might as well have gone it's to the joke. deli. Got got some. It's there will be an episode four hundred three. Yeah, <laughs> I have no. I have no destined to be theory. Uh, I've used all of my brain capabilities (laughs) to to talk. All right. So I got a, I got a destiny theory of the week and we are on the precipice here of having too many characters. We got too many things happen. I got too many people, too many places. Yeah. We got too many new people being introduced. Someone has to die. And we called it earlier. Like we called the last episode when they make this move on Bevenberg, someone's going to croak. Because there are too, there's just too many people to keep track of, and there are too many people, I think, as uh, as a narrative, mm-hmm. too many people to write for. Someone's got to croak. Okay. Here's my feeling. Mm-hmm. Can't be Bianca because he's too... He's oh, the glue. He he's the, the Saxon glue. But that would glue. But that would be tragic if it's Bianca. Because, again, he's the How one who... How about Kill We Uhtred? He's new. No, I don't think so. Although it would make it personal between yeah. he and Witka. You can always kill a Citric. He's got great yeah. hair. Great hair. Love the hair. But aside from that. Ain't going to kill Finn. Great actor. Yeah, great actor. He say he delivers his two lines per episode. Can't kill Osforth. We just killed Tura, so we can't kill like another innocent. <sighs> yeah. You know? It, it, and you can't right. kill Finn if, nope. Can't, can't kill Finn. You can't. You just can't. Can't. <laughs> if you kill Finn, I'm out. Um. All right, here it comes, Marvin. It's going to be, can't be Citric, because that's too useless. It's going to be either We Uhtred, son of Uhtred, or it's going to be Bianca. No. Because it's got to be personal now. Because what? who cares about Witka? Like, Uhtred ain't going to make, he is not going to take Bebenberg from, from Witka right now. He's got his weapons of the East, you know, like the random bow and arrow that he has, like, a crossbow man that thing's real i something has to happen and utrid has to have payment for what he's done what like has he narratively done? he's tried to take bevenberg and he's failed oh wow something's gotta he has That's to pay for that oh. and it's either gotta be maybe he can just back up slowly and say listen i didn't know you existed i hated your dad too i'm really glad we were on the same page I'm just going to go out. Yeah, but if Witka is smart, Bye. then he ain't going to let Uhtred leave. Because Uhtred can still challenge him for his birthright, right? I don't know. Maybe he can just ask nicely. It, it's, a, it, it's a, You know what? In an ideal world, Mary, we can all sit down and have a cup of tea, have a cuppa. Have a cuppa. And, and, you know, and, I've made a home and cook them. I can go make it again. <laughs> Kumbaya. Yes. You know. It's a little cold here. Maybe a burn, wet. burn some sage. The gate actually doesn't work. So <laughs> this is kind of a fixer-upper now. You and I wasn't take expecting a look at that. that. Yeah. 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 
I um, don't know if this would actually pass by inspection, <laughs> and I'm not willing to buy it as is, so um, I'm going to withdraw my offer. So I think it's fair, but someone Uhtred has to pay somehow. <sighs> and maybe someone doesn't die. Maybe there is still some story left with Bianca. Maybe it doesn't have to get so personal that we Uhtred, son of Uhtred, dies. <sighs> but one of those two would die in. Okay. One of those two would die. All right. That's that. You ready to close this bad boy out? Yes. Let's do it. Thank you so much for hanging out with Blake and myself here at The Last Kingdom with us and, you know, chatting with us about these shows. We are really, really excited to be able to kind of watch in like lifetime with people when yeah. season five comes. So this is a great time. If you have not yet head to the Apple podcasts app, whether you use it or not and left us a rating and review for the last kingdom, Please we so. are going to ask that you do now because yeah. there's going to be a lot of people who are either rewatching the last kingdom or are watching season five or, you know, might start it anew just because it's going to have some, some big names behind it. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that fans of this series find our podcast. So that being said, you have, Heading to the Apple Podcast app, not just giving us five stars, but leaving a sentence or two. That'd be great. That's what makes a world of difference. Podcasts, honestly, are found out by word of mouth and by recommendations. So, greatly appreciate you. My name is Mary. My name is Blake. Destiny is all. <laughs>